welcome to the Sister Sista podcast. I started this podcast as a guide for the young woman coming into her own and for the woman who is still trying to figure it out. I'm your host, Trudy, a stay-at-home mom who's building a community for women to uplift each other and to feel connected by similar life experiences. We're talking about lifestyle, health, relationships, current events, and so much more. So get comfy and listen in. Welcome to the Sister Sister Podcast. My name is Trudy. Today we have Paris Riley, a blogger and content creator. She has a YouTube channel called Paris Riley, and we are talking about staying motivated, self-care, and advice for young couples. So Paris, how are you doing today? I am doing great. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Enjoying the day. I'm doing good today. Um, so we're talking about a couple of things today, balancing mom life, staying motivated, some advice for young couples, because you are a young person. Um, I admire like your YouTube channel. You're doing really well on there and the content that you create on, on Instagram as well. So I just wanted to have you on the podcast. And again, thank you for being on here and just going through a couple of questions, interview questions with you. Um, so the first question that I have for you is how do you balance mom life with taking care of and finding time for yourself? Honestly, it was very, very hard for me in the beginning. Um, I noticed that I kind of dedicated my entire day to my baby at the beginning. Like I never really spent time for myself. Um, I was really learning how to be a wife and a mom at the same time it was really difficult but once I started to realize that I wasn't exactly I don't want to say happy but I wasn't finding any peace in my day at the Mm -hmm. end of the day I noticed that there had to be a change and that's when I started to well I'm very um spiritual I guess you can say is the Mm -hmm. word And, you know, I believe in God. So I spend a lot of time like praying now. Like I noticed that waking up an hour earlier before my baby, instead of using her as my alarm clock, was like the biggest thing. So I started to, you know, read the word. I started to um, read any books that I'm enjoying right now, or even just listening to music, like simple things like that to just kind of focus on myself and my peace before the day even started. And that's Mm -hmm. how... I started to feel a lot more peaceful and feel like I actually am more than just a mom mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. No, I totally get that. And the part where you mentioned like in the beginning, I feel like maybe most moms go through this, maybe especially if you're like a new mom, where like the first couple of months, we're just in that mode of like taking care of this of this new human being so we're not even focused on ourselves I know for me I totally just like didn't care (laughs) I didn't care about myself I was just like okay this child needs to eat sleep be clothed you know be taken care of be loved all that kind of stuff so I was just strictly focused on this baby and taking care Mm -hmm. of this baby and yeah I wasn't focused on myself and my self-care and then after a while it's like something has to give like I have to start to pay attention to myself again. And I have to start to feel like 
Trudy and feel like a woman and feel feminine and like have some sanity. It's not that my child wasn't making, making me sane, but you want to feel like yourself again. So after a while, I found the same thing. Like I had to wake up like an hour or an hour and a half earlier than my child. Once we got like the routine down and you're like, okay, they're sleeping a little bit better. I know that as soon as I get up, I'm going to make their meal. So you have that routine and maybe in the first newborn stage, it's harder to get that routine. Once we, yeah, once we start to get that routine, then you're, you feel like your sanity is coming back and you can start to do things that you love. If it's like listening to music, just sitting down and just like peace and quiet and having like your coffee or your tea or drinking water, whatever it is before kind of the chaoticness of the day starts because once they wake up, it's just like, okay, boom, boom, boom. And then it's noon. And then, and then it's like four o'clock and you don't know where the day went. So having, um, even like the beginning of the day, and I found, I found at the end of the day, just finding those moments where I can just have time to myself really kind of just brings me back and centers myself. And I can even like think, think about my day. And like, as you said, like prayer, like praying in the morning, praying, you know, before bed is important to me and just going through my day. And, um, and yeah, like that's, that's definitely kind of really helped me balance. And it's good to see that there's kind of like maybe stages that most moms go through that there is a stage where it's chaotic in the beginning and we're not always focused on ourselves. We're just focused on baby. And then we kind of get back into the swing of things. So it's good to hear. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So how do you find like for a young person, you seem to be like very motivated. I shouldn't even really say like as a young person, just as like a woman, you're you're very motivated. Um, you seem to be very driven and you have like a lot of stuff, I guess, maybe planned for your daughter throughout the day. But how do you just like typically stay motivated throughout your day? And as the days turn into, you know, weeks and months and it goes by really fast with a baby. So how do you stay motivated? Well, like you said, everything goes by so fast. Um, I've had so many days where when my husband comes home and he's like, oh, how was your day? I'm like, I don't even know what I did today. Mm-hmm. Like, the day just flew by. Um, but I just started to think about what I wanted out of being a mom and what I wanted for my daughter. Because I used to kind of just let the day go by. Like we do different activities. And sometimes I would be very unmotivated I guess is mm-hmm. what I'm looking for and totally get just, that oh let, yeah like let me just lay here while you play <laughs> or something. right <laughs> yeah so um well one I started to give myself grace for those days because I think it's okay to sometimes have lazier days as a mom like it is a really tough job like it's literally a job yeah um so once I started to give myself grace I started to have those lazier moments less and less mm-hmm. I noticed and I started to think like I want my daughter to actually learn things throughout the day and mm-hmm. you know develop as a human being. Uh, I started to give myself a goal of doing at least one like different kind of sensory activity a day with her mm-hmm. and I started to think let me think of it like as if I put her in daycare like they would do an activity a day. So once I started doing that, I felt so much more motivated, like making her um, different meals, even though sometimes they don't like to eat the thing. Oh, the struggle. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And that just started to really push me and push me. And again, like I know I go back to this a lot sometimes on my social media, but once I started to even pray about 
wanting her to eat better and wanting her to play independently better and things like that I noticed now I feel like I have a drive throughout my day to get things done Mm -hmm. and have like a a task list and list and get Mm -hmm. everything done every day that's awesome that sounds so good so I want to ask you do you pray over your child like I sometimes I hear people say like they pray over their child like hoping that you know God watches over them that, you know, nothing bad happens to them because as a mom and kind of knowing how the world is, there's a good side and there's a bad side. And as adults, we know all the bad sides. So as a mom, and sometimes it probably keeps us up at night of like all the terrible things, which we just have to get out of our mind. And I know that through prayer that has helped me not to put Mm -hmm. that stuff in the context with my child. So do you tend to do that? Do you tend to just like in the mornings, just kind of pray over your daughter at all? Yeah, um, I do sometimes throughout the day um, when I feel I should really pray about something usually, Mm -hmm. but I kind of made it a habit that when like in our bedtime routine to pray Mm -hmm. um, and those are like the moments I think I pray over her most Mm -hmm. um, just for like the littlest things. I think sometimes at least people of faith, like sometimes we forget the smallest things to pray for even like I said like just because baby led weaning is something that I started doing and it was really tough for me and something that simple I had to Mm -hmm. like pray that she would start to get the hang of it Mm -hmm. so yeah every day no that's that's awesome that's good to hear so you also mentioned like you're you're 25 and have the baby have the husband and before (laughs) getting into this podcast I mentioned that was like that was my dream that was my goal like I was (laughs) set on being like 25 26 married and with a baby that's not how my journey and my path turned out but um and at that age like you you sound extremely mature and kind of wise for your age me at 25 I probably wasn't quite there yet but um what advice would you give to like young couples if they're expecting their their first child or like married and because sometimes people look at it and they're like oh married at 25 like you didn't have you didn't enjoy your life or whatever it is which I don't believe that's true like yeah um you know everybody has like their person um so what advice would you give to like young couples um when it comes to like expecting their first child or new to marriage um I think one of my biggest pieces of advice would be to learn how to adapt and adjust Mm -hmm. at least being a parent that was like my biggest lesson Mm -hmm. (laughs) was you know children are constantly constantly changing like one day to the next like they're like a whole different person almost like Mm -hmm. you can have a whole routine built for your child the next day they just completely fall off of it and don't want that anymore um so definitely being okay with adjusting to things and adapting to different scenarios and things like that is really big for me um in terms of being married it's kind of tough these days to kind of give advice on marriage because like you said there's a lot of people when they're like 25 they're it's not in their mind at all to even get married anytime soon but for me I feel like Having someone that you trust wholeheartedly and just, it's so hard to explain, but just someone Mm -hmm. that is your person, like you said, is so much bigger than 
the more casual dating experience that we have these days definitely because I truly believe that when you you know mix around with different people very often you leave a certain type of energy in your spirit mm-hmm. and it can really damage you as much as people like don't really admit it I Ooh, gave me goosebumps experience <laughs> you gave me goosebumps yeah. <laughs> Honestly, from my own experience, I feel like it can really hurt you or damage you. And the your past relationships come in some way, if you don't heal from them, especially into your newer relationships. Definitely. So I feel like when you allow yourself to kind of settle down with someone and build a life with them, you kind of, I don't want to say heal from it, but there's just it's a different experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even no, know the words I'm it's, for. It's like, it's a lot of um, compromise, communication, a lot of yeah. communication <laughs> and being open and honest. If you're saying like, this is a person I want to spend the rest of my life with. Um, you have to be, you have to communicate. You have to be honest. You have to have difficult and tough um, conversations. And I truly believe there has to be a level of maturity there there has to be a level of maturity and even going through like going through labor, going through childbirth. If you're with somebody who's immature, that the mentality, um, you have to think about how that makes you feel as a woman. If you're with somebody who can't even be there for you when you're going through labor, somebody who's going to be like holding your hand, who, who sees like your ups and your downs and you see their ups and their downs and you're not just with them for all the positives and the glitz and the glam you're with them when they're down and when they're sad and when they're sick and sometimes I think like when I look at my partner I'm just like this is the person that if I was sick I want them next to me this is a person where when I'm at my lowest they make me feel better this is the person who's always in my corner rooting for me you know this is my person who wants the power couple who wants you know the legacy who cares about education who cares about my morals and my values and it's, it's so much deeper than sometimes than just the physical. It's way deeper than the physical because the physical isn't going to be there forever. It's the spiritual, right. it's the mental, it's, it's all that stuff. So um, it probably took me years to get there. But when I was 25, 26, I was like, I just want the idea of marriage. But then as I got older, I was like, okay, well, this is more, this is way deeper than just like institution of marriage when you find your person and they're your person it's just it's so much deeper than that and so much more profound so when you find that and it's and it's true and it's pure it's a beautiful thing yeah it is and you're constantly learning each other like that's another big thing I feel like people think what you marry the person once you like 100% like know them and um, all of that but we're all evolving every single day. So that person that you marry, you're always learning something new about them, which is actually a beautiful thing. It's not a bad thing for sure. Because mm-hmm. that person's growing individually and then you're growing individually and you're going to mm-hmm. growing together as, um, as a couple and things definitely change. I mean, especially now in the situation that the world is going through, a lot of people had a lot of strain on their um, relationships and you know, it it takes its toll. It really does take its toll. So um, sometimes we have to kind of pivot and see if we can change things or maybe, you know, try something different, try something new and be open to that and saying, you know, this isn't working. We have to try something, try something else. Um, So it's definitely, it's a lot of work. 
it's a lot of work. It's not, it's yeah. not something that's easy and it has to be something that both people want to work for and work through. And I know after having a child, it's even harder now <laughs> trying to be like, okay, how do I be the woman who Trudy is, be the wife that Trudy is and be the mother and be sister and be daughter. So uh, give me your flowers for, <laughs> for, <laughs> putting in the hard work because it's, it's definitely not easy. Um, and kind of just wanting to bridge into like another question being a young person, did you find like that you lost friends when you were like, Oh, I'm going to get married. I'm going to have a baby at this age. Um, did you find that like you lost friends, you gained friends that some people were like, Oh, maybe that's not a good idea. Like, what are you doing? Or, or, yeah. Did you get, did you come across any of that kind of feedback at all? I think a lot of my friends know that I'm, I'm not one, to, <laughs> sounds really bad, but like, I'm not really one to just easily take people's advice. I know that I, it kind of sounds bad, but I just mean like with my friends, we're very, very different. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of my friends, they, well, I don't want to say a lot of them, but when I first started to kind of like settle down and when I got pregnant because I actually got pregnant before I got married mm-hmm. um and I think they just knew we were on like different paths different that once I said yeah like once I said that you know I'm getting married a lot of them were just like wow I'm actually really shocked but you know congratulations um however I think once I got pregnant there was like that distance started to grow a little bit like it started Mm -hmm. to we started to kind of like we still talk but just not as frequently I guess Mm -hmm. is the right way to say it I don't see a lot of my friends as much as I used to um but sometimes I try to like give them a little grace I guess and remember that they might just think I'm super busy and that maybe I just have no interest in doing certain things that they're doing Mm -hmm. um but I do definitely notice even just the way that I think when it comes to relationships is very different to my friends Mm -hmm. because you know I'm a marriage is very different than being just in a relationship with a boyfriend Mm -hmm. or a girlfriend um but honestly I'm trying to build back a lot of my relationships and just kind of make them different it kind of goes back to that whole adapting thing or Mm -hmm. adjusting because now I'm that friend with a baby I have different responsibilities maybe I have to leave places earlier or whatever um so I just notice when I see people maybe I just kind of have to just tweak the relationship a little bit Mm -hmm. and also on that I noticed that I need to be careful who I bring around my daughter that's another like huge thing that I never want to think about but you know I feel like babies just take on energy (laughs) no what they do yeah careful yeah 100 I get that you have to kind of set the boundaries yeah that's the the word for it (laughs) yeah you have to set the boundaries and I find it's like not just for friends but even sometimes for family too of like Mm -hmm. okay this is the way that I'm choosing to raise my child and we're not gonna use these words or this kind of tone or there's no yelling and there's no I mean it's it's your child right that's and you have to we're there to protect them that at least that's how I see like I am going to protect my child tooth and nail no matter what if you're my friend or my family 
I'm there to protect them. Um, so, and I'm, I want to raise them a specific way. So it has to be known. I'm not just going to like drop my kid off with anyone and just be like, okay, sure. Because them being around that person, that energy can influence them because they are so much, they are, when they say kids are a sponge, it's just, it's more than that. Like yeah. they can see us, you know, putting on, um, you know, or, or cleaning and they'll start, you know, doing those same motions. So that's how they learn. They soak up everything that they see, that they smell, that they touch all those kind of things. So, and the energy too. And we have to obviously like be cautious and be careful of the people that our children are around. So um, I totally get that even being like in my thirties, I'm still kind of cautious of like, okay, who do you, especially like if, when I was younger, of course, like I would go out to parties, I would drink all that kind of stuff. And it was fun then. And you have your friends that you go out with and you have fun with, but it's like, if they're still on the lit train of like going out <laughs> and stuff like that, you're like, okay, I'm obviously not going to be going to the club and like, or staying out until 3am. Like yeah. my kids waking up at six or seven o'clock, <laughs> it's not going to be a productive day. So you got to exactly. just like think of stuff if it's like leaving early, or I found sometimes just making, I just said like the compromise of, okay, I'm not going to go out, but do you guys want to meet for drinks? And I found that it took, it takes both parties. It's not just like my friends are always reaching out to me and inviting me to stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm not, I don't really want to go out to a club or I don't want to go out to a restaurant, but you guys can come over to my place and yeah. we can have like a dinner here or whatever it is. So it's kind of, it does take both parties. I find with like friendships, especially friendships that you really want to, that you really want to keep and you can find that they're going to grow over time. Like maybe they're just not in that season right now that you're in, but they can grow over time. So it's just like, I just said, giving them that, giving them that grace because they're not obviously at the stage that you're at, but also it takes, it took myself too of reaching out to some friends and being like, Hey, do you want to maybe go out for a lunch or, or come over to my place and stuff like that. So it does take both parties. And after like some friends who might just, they're not responding back and they're not doing this, then you can just, you can still give them the grace and say, okay. And you know, we kind of make the decision if we want to keep putting in the effort or not, but um, it is, it is definitely a little bit challenging when you're trying to kind of balance, as I said, balance both and trying to yeah. kind of keep your friends. Cause you don't want to completely isolate yourself because motherhood does do that too, especially yeah. the situation that we're in where you just feel like if you're a stay-at-home mom, like I'm a stay-at-home mom too. And you just feel like you're just in the same task over and over and over again. And sometimes you need another adult to talk to sometimes like another woman to talk to um so it's good to have like your friends or your family just other people um but they have to they have to meet you halfway it can't just be solely one-sided yeah I definitely can't be um one-sided so any questions that you would want to ask me at all throwing out there yeah I actually did want to ask you a question um I wanted to ask you how you balance it Mm -hmm. Um, just because I know you've been a mom a little bit longer than me. Um, your son is like, almost, he's almost a year. Yeah. Oh, he's almost a year. So just a few months longer than me. Um, 
but sometimes I do feel like I still haven't gotten the hang of it Mm -hmm. so but you look like you did you do I know sometimes social media can like show Mm -hmm. different sides but I definitely wanted to know how you balance being a mom with everything else in your life yeah um (sighs) getting up early <laughs> getting up early <laughs> that's the first thing like I can't uh sleeping in is like eight o'clock for me now so getting up early um I'm a planner I'm a scheduler so I have to plan and schedule out my day just for my mental for me to feel sane that really helps um and because I'm stay-at-home mom and then kind of balancing managing the household and everything um planning yeah definitely helps meal prepping um meal prepping's a big one like yeah yeah I find that meal prepping (laughs) is huge um and just seeing like what works for me like I can't do everything like there's sometimes this perception that you're going to find the mom who's working out is eating well who's drinking her water who's like doing all these things and her kid is Mm -hmm. like doing all Montessori and like perfect perfection (laughs) listen, it's not, that's not the way that it works. Um, Some days, yeah, I have time to go and work out and be, and be a bit physically active. Other days I don't. So um, as as you mentioned before, I give myself like a lot of grace. If I feel overwhelmed, then I pretty much, I just, I stop, I stop what I'm doing and I take a break. If that's just having a lazy day, if that's resting or taking a nap when my son's taking a nap and then get back into a routine again. But if you try to just do everything, you're going to overwhelm yourself, not just physically, but I found mentally, that's what really like kind of broke me was like, if I try to do everything all at once and try to be perfect and try to cook all these meals and do breakfast and lunches and dinner, which in the beginning, I was trying to do that. I was trying to have (laughs) this like perfection and like cleaning the house and it was just too much. So I had to delegate too. I had to tell my husband, okay, like, I don't have time to do breakfast or I don't have time to do breakfast today or say if I'm, I had a late night, then I communicate and see what I can do. If I can't do breakfast for the whole family, somebody else will do it. And when I wake up, I'll make my own breakfast or do breakfast for my son and myself. So it's a lot of, again, like give and take and compromise and just doing, seeing what I can accomplish in the time that I have, because everything can't get done. You can't clean every square foot of your house and, um, work out and take care of your kid all in one day. So I do a little bit every day of what I can, um, of what I set up for myself for goals, like what you mentioned too, like having goals for myself and seeing what I can accomplish, what's realistic in those days. And then tomorrow's another day. If it's not done, tomorrow's another day. So um, any advice that you'd like to give any young people or any new moms or first time moms, young moms? honestly just learn how to adapt <laughs> That's like just learn how to thing. adapt yeah that is Especially, very true yeah like me like I said, I'm like a planner like you too so well I was a better planner before mm-hmm. having a baby but um it can get to you sometimes when things don't go your way but just mm-hmm. learn to take things be okay with things being out of your control basically definitely definitely yeah. Okay. Well, I'd like to thank you again for coming on to the Sister Sister podcast and all of your advice you've given us today. And again, 
I just want to remind everyone that Paris does have a YouTube channel. I will put um, a link in the show notes for her channel for you guys to check that out and her Instagram as well. And again, thank you, Paris, for coming on to our podcast today. Yes, thank you for having me. Don't miss next week's episode. The way that I'm feeling, I, I'm not sure. Like, this, this doesn't feel well. I don't know what to do. I was struggling to get into a routine with my health and fitness and to actually lose the weight and not only lose the weight, but to take a hold of my health because I was struggling with high blood pressure. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend or a family member. Also, don't forget to leave us a review. You can find me on Instagram at TrueMommyAndMe, where I share my daily life being a mom, wife, sister, and a friend. If you're interested in sharing your story and being a guest, please contact me via email, which you can find in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.